Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Oh, good morning. Welcome. It is Hardline. It is the last Sunday of 2000. Oh, oh my gosh. No, it's not. The last Sunday of July 2023. Before the show starts, I just want to say, even though they're not in town, they won't hear this, a very happy 40th uh, anniversary to my parents who are celebrating in Alaska. So I'll make sure I say that so then I can tell them to play the tape and hear me say that. Uh, my name's Joe Beamer. I'm with you for the next two hours, and we've got a show for you, as always. Uh, the first hour, focusing on the audit of the Erie County Clerk's Office. Erie County Clerk Mickey Kearns will join us in just a few seconds. Erie County Comptroller will join us in the next segment. At 11 o'clock, Council Member Rashid Wyatt will join us to talk about the Bray Miller loan. Also ask him his thoughts on the USA Today investigation into the blizzard of 22. And then a lot of stuff happened in D.C. this week. I mean, a lot. you could write a book on the last week in D.C. UFOs, Senators freezing. Old senators not knowing if they're supposed to vote or give a, give a speech. I mean, Hunter Biden, Donald Trump. I mean, what a week. If I wrote, I would write a book. Uh, instead, Dave Leventhal will be here from Raw Story to break down the week. But we start right here in the great Erie County with the Erie County Clerk, Mickey Kearns. Mickey, good morning. Good morning, Joe. Uh, Mickey, you know, we heard this uh, come out about the beginning of the month of this audit. Uh, from your perspective... What is the news of the audit? Sure. So, you know, the Erie County Clerk's Office uh, hasn't been had a, a significant audit in probably 20 years. So the controller uh, initiated an audit in February of this year, and uh, we worked with his team, and uh, they came up with some findings, uh, some tough findings. Uh, some of them, you know, we agree with. Some of them will refute. Uh, some good suggestions from his team, and uh, we'll be able to look back at this and uh, make sure that we make the proper changes in the clerk's office. So uh, they completed their, you know, their audit uh, the day before I was married. So that was that was tough, but you know we were able to get through that, and uh, we're working with him right now, and we're working with uh, many of our partners uh, to answer those questions and look at in the end. It's good that we make the office stronger, uh, and it's good for the taxpayers. And I'm, I'm keeping an open eye to all positive suggestions to make it a stronger office. Mickey, by the way, I should have started with congratulations. I'm sorry that I did not start the interview that way. No, 
I was going to say, I thought you were going to say welcome to the club, but I didn't get a welcome. <laughs> well, congratulations. Welcome to the club. Um, but you. you mentioned when this was report, this uh, report uh, was released. Do you think that was strategic timing, knowing that you would not be able to immediately respond? No, I think, you know, one of the things the controller uh, wanted to do is he wanted to stay on a timeline. Uh, they broke the audit into a, a second audit that we're, we're working with them on now dealing with the mortgage tax. So, you know, it was a difficult audit. It, it is a very complex office, the county clerk's office. I, people think it's the, um, it's, it's the, the office. It's sort of overlooked that it's not as important, but now we're seeing fiscally how important it is to Erie County. I mean, it really was the the surplus of Erie County uh, after after COVID because we stayed open, uh, we provided those services. So, no, I don't think so. I just think that, you know, they had an internal timeline. They want to complete it. Uh, my wife uh, had a timeline also, and she wanted to get married on July 1st. They just coincided, and, uh, you know, they submitted that. And then, you know, obviously when I got back, uh, you know, we were right on it. And we were able to answer many of those questions. I went to the legislature and we'll continue you know, to work on the findings, to work on the answers. Some of the findings, of course, we're going to accept some of those recommendations. Uh, they were absolutely correct. Some of them will refute. So once again, it's just it's, it shows that if you work together, uh, partners work in the government. We don't have to agree on everything. And I, and I told the controller that and he knows that he knows what type of person I am. We've, we've known each other for quite some time. I've been on a show when he had your job. Uh, but, you know, being direct, being honest, and putting the taxpayers first. So, no, I don't think that uh, – I just think it was more of a coincidence. Looking through some of the issues in the audit, will there be people that may have to lose their job over this? Are there specific people that are responsible for the $90,000 uh, from your view? Or are those things all still on the table? We don't know. Uh, one of the things that I think uh, was positive, and once again, I do think the controller was magnanimous. You know, when we were going through the audit and when we found out that there may be some some serious um, uh, dealings with financial uh, things, uh, you know, we contact, he contacted me and we talked about bringing law enforcement in, which we thought was the correct thing to do. So we jointly co-signed a letter stating that, you know, listen, we need to bring law enforcement and this is getting very serious. We don't know what that number really is. I mean, I think uh, when I talked to the controller when I got back, it's it's probably an estimate. It could be more. It could be less. But when the suspicion was there and if someone even uh, violated the public trust, especially the public purse, uh, we knew that it was something that we had to bring uh, professionals in. And, uh, you know, if someone did violate the public trust, uh, they're going to be held accountable. Um, the district attorney's office is involved. The sheriff's office is involved. And, you know, they will be held accountable. And that's something that you can't do. Uh, you can't violate that public trust, the public purse. Uh, every penny, every dollar will be accounted for. And, uh, you know, we're just hopeful. We were hopeful that maybe it was an error, uh, a, a systems error. Uh, we have a um, system that has not changed in quite some time. And I know the controller stated out in his uh, findings that that was something that we need to look at and we are going to be looking at it. Our contract is up with uh, our new vision service provider in, uh, in January of next year. So 
there's a lot on the table. But, yes, if that person or persons uh, did violate the public trust, uh, there is an ongoing investigation right now. If they are found, they will be held accountable, and I support that 100%. Have you spoken to the county executive about this? He, he seems to have tweeted a few times about this, or I'm sorry, X'd a few times about this on X, the formerly known as Twitter. Uh, has he been in contact with you? No, I've not talked to the county executive. I've been working pretty closely with the controller, uh, the county sheriff, and the district attorney's office. But no, I have not talked to the county executive. Uh, Mickey, when do you think we will get the to the bottom of your investigation? When will we hear about the things that are being refuted in this um, audit? Sure. So we had an exit interview. Um, we have approximately 60 days, and the controller said, you know, take as much time as you would like. Uh, we are working really hard. And, you know, one of the things that I have done is uh, I have the deputy clerk uh, sort of as the point person on the second audit. And you have to remember, um, and I did say this uh, at the first meeting with the controller's office, uh, we're the busiest front-facing office in county government. So we're really busy. Um, uh, not to make an excuse, um, I just hired my uh, fourth legal clerk in six years. Um, I know the controller and I were talking about, you know, we're going to have to hire our professionals, something that, you know, we're going to have to look at at budget time that these people are professionals and uh, they're just not making the pay that they should be making. So people go on to bigger and brighter things. I, I don't uh, disagree with them if that's what they want to do for themselves and their family. But uh, we were under a lot of pressure. Um, you know, we have a lot of turnover in the clerk's office, uh, a lot of MVRs. You know, you can go to Tim Hortons and you can make, you know, $20 uh, at the clerk's office. If you're making $18, you're doing complicated transactions. So, you know, we're going to have the findings. We're working on that now. So we have our response that's, uh, you know, we're going to try to get it done in 60 days. We're going to stay on target on that. We're working very hard on that every single day. In addition to that, we're working with law enforcement. So there's an ongoing investigation. And thirdly, we have a second audit that we're working on. And then we're doing the business with people on a daily basis. So we're a busy office. Uh, obviously, this has made it quite busy. But looking back and thinking to myself, you know, how much better is the office going to be? And I'm hopeful that, you know, the legislators, uh, being a former legislator myself, I've got some good ideas. You know, we shouldn't be waiting 20 years to do a full-scale audit like the current controller did. This should be done on, you know, at least, uh, you know, uh, two, every two years to make sure, and even on an annual basis. So, one thing I convey to them is, you know, we'll be open uh, to working with them. You know, our books will be open to make sure that, you know, the taxpayers know uh, where that money is going. And if there is something that we're missing, we want to know. And I think that's important. And this this um, idea of cashiers being able to void, to waive transaction fees, handling money, uh, has that already been addressed with uh, yeah, employees? I, I think one of the things that, you know, I said this, and it's not an excuse. It's, it's a very complicated office, right? We have lots of transactions. So I think when, you know, we'll answer that. Um, I think we don't have, I don't believe we have a, a major issue with the voids. Uh, I think we'll be, I think we'll be okay in that finding. But once again, I said, I think we'll answer that. And it's hard. Listen, if you come in, you know, I've been the clerk for six years and I'm learning something on a daily basis. 
Uh, I talked to, you know, my DMV representative, and she's been working for us for 25 years. And I asked her, I said, you know, Madonna, do you know everything? She's like, no, I don't. I really don't. Um, New York State changes the laws for us on an annual basis. Let's take, you know, the pistol permit process. Uh, that was changed by the legislature. So, you know, it's a very difficult office. Uh, we're dealing with many partners uh, as clerk of the courts. You know, we deal with all of the courts, all of the findings, the pistol permits, obviously uh, mortgage checks, transfer checks, and, of course, the DMV. So, you know, we're just going to keep on working hard, putting the taxpayer first. And I think I think in the end, you know, some of those findings, uh, we'll have our opinion on those. Um, and, you know, I'm sure the controller will have a, uh, some type of insight to that. But I think that the most important thing that we're looking at is continuing to make sure that we finish the second audit because I know the controller has other audits he wants to, to uh, look at. I know we just finished a county attorney audit. And I think, um, you know, we have to get back to, you know, service in the public, too. I mean, it's just a very busy office. Speaking of the busy office, Mickey, when I, um, you know, with the smoke and the rain, I've done a lot of uh, laps around the Eastern Hills Mall with my son. Uh, And you've got the DMV at the Eastern Hills Mall. And on some days, most days, it's the busiest thing going on in the Eastern Hills Mall. I hope so. I know. I know. I know. It's. It is a great. It is a great facility. And we've, uh, you know, we've heard of tenants getting their notice that in January they need to vacate. How is the county handling uh, that notice? Yeah, we received our notice. We did receive a notice that uh, we would need to also vacate in January. Uh, the coincidental thing is, is our lease is up uh, at that time. So we're reaching out. We're going to be having meetings. Um, I'm wondering. Uh, when we moved to that location, one of the things that they said is they were going to be starting at the other end. So we're hopeful that, you know, maybe they're going to be starting at the other end. Maybe we can get another year in there. Uh, I did talk to Legislator Green, um, and we're going to be meeting with other elected officials. We're going to be meeting with mall representatives. We're almost right behind Duff's, and I know they said that they're keeping all of the outward-facing uh, facilities. So really, we're about 100 feet away from Duffs, you still have to come into the mall, as you know, to enter Duffs. So I think there's a good possibility we may be able to stay. I would like to stay. Um, it's a growing part of Erie County, Clarence, Lancaster, uh, but I can't control that. Once again, you know, we do not pay rent there. Um, so, you know, really we're going to be dependent upon uh, them being magnanimous and keeping us their benevolence. However, we're hopeful that it's very popular. Uh, people are uh, really able to get in, and we we service a lot of our car dealers there, and that's a big part of the Erie County Clerk's Office budget is uh, dealer work because they can go online and they can go to other counties. And before I became clerk, many of the dealers were going to other counties. We were able to uh, recapture them, bring them back into the fold, and we're seeing positive numbers. You know, we were just before the legislature. Our DMV numbers are going through the roof in a positive direction for the budget. We're really at 60% of our four, uh, 60% after four months of our um, our annual budget proposed uh, budget. So we're doing well. Everything is positive, but we would like to stay there. But obviously, Joe, we'll have to have more meetings 
We'll meet with the uh, the mall operators and hopefully uh, for the people of the North Towns, we can stay there. Now, if it doesn't work, of course, we'll adjust and we'll figure things out. So, yeah, I was going to say, if if they say, no, you've got to get out, would you replace that office? Because like you said, it's a very popular office. I mean, it's. We would figure, yeah, we would have to figure something out. You know, we could do Saturday hours at North Towns. Our Saturdays are very popular. Um, and the, the interesting thing is we also, when I became clerk, I opened up at 7 in the morning. Uh, people need flexibility. You know, we now have two people. You know it yourself, you know, being newly married. You have um, mom and dad are both working. You add a kid, and all of a sudden you just don't have time to do those small things. So being open at 7 in the morning, uh, being open to 6 o'clock at night at the Eastern Hills Mall, being open on Saturdays, that's a huge thing. So we'll really have to uh, strategize and make sure that we can keep the, the service up for our Northtown uh, citizens. Erie County Clerk Mickey Kearns. Again, Mickey, congratulations, and uh, appreciate you joining me this morning. Hey, Joe, real quick, thanks. I'm sorry I couldn't be on last week. You know I had some dental work done, and uh, my dentist told me that his grandfather was the county clerk of Onondaga County in Syracuse. I thought that was pretty cool. He told me that as he was putting needles in my mouth. <laughs> well, <laughs> at least at least he had something to keep the uh, conversation going. Hope uh, is the recovery going well, obviously. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I can talk again, which makes me happy. Yeah. Uh, hey, <laughs> Mickey, again, congratulations. Appreciate you joining us. That is the clerk, Erie County Clerk, Mickey Kearns. Uh, if you missed any of that, make sure you go back on the Odyssey app. Give it a listen, but not till after the show, because coming up next, we'll be talking with Erie County Comptroller Kevin Hardwick about the very same thing. He'll respond to what the clerk said, the things they're working together on, the things that he would like to see as a result of this. Uh, and much more. And then at 11, Rashid Wyatt, council member uh, of the Buffalo Common Council, on the Bray Miller. How did we go from unanimous unanimous vote of no to Bray Miller getting a half million dollar loan? That's the question we will pose to the Madai alumni at 11 o'clock here on WBEN. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.